found this out quite recently. Daisy Ridley lived in the flat above us. What? Who's Daisy Ridley? The one the chick from Star Wars. There's no way she lived in the room above us and we didn't know about that. She did. Yeah. Is that her name? Was she one of those yeah. birds that we... Really? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. She wasn't famous back then, though, boys. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. Life you choices, though, until... boys. Life choices. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, if only. <laughs> she could have been right, rejected talk... me on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Long Snapper podcast. Uh, we're here again. Uh, and I'm joined by Mark, Adam, Martin and Doug. Full house. What's happening, boys? All good, pal. All good. Oh, mate. Just getting over the weekend. Weekend was a good weekend, mate. Not, not, for, not for you, fan. maybe. Not for a Yeah, not fan. for you, maybe. But it was a good weekend. We're going to talk all about it. Um, <clears throat> however, it is customary on the Long Snap podcast to begin the show with a quiz. Now, we have, <laughs> Dougie has prepared a quiz. Now, Doug. You were here, you will know we had an epic quiz last week. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the bar and the standard has been raised. Um, we proved how important facts are to this process. So uh, we're, we're, we're hoping for big things, uh, Doug. And Doug sent us like a cryptic message <laughs> 10 minutes before the start of the podcast. So, so I'm looking forward to it. What are we doing? So the quiz is basically based on, would I lie to you? I've sent you all um, some statements. Now, you're each, you've each been designated a quarterback from the championship round. So, <clears throat> Adam, you will be guessing which of the following facts about Tom Brady is true. Now, guys, if you could read out in order your facts. So, Martin, Craig, and Mark, you each have a fact about Tom Brady. We'll start with Martin. Which fact Tom Brady... Here we go. Tom Brady has expressed a desire to have his DNA stored to become one of the first people in the world to be cloned. Craig. I like this already. <laughs> this is already better than last week. According to a close pal of Tom Brady's, his dream is to be the richest man in America. And Mark, and clearly both of those are wrong because actually Tom Brady dreams of only having to wear socks once and then throwing them away. <laughs> so Craig, which one of the following? Does, does Tom Brady, is he such an egomaniac he wants to be reborn? Does he want to be richer than the world or does he want to just be wearing clean socks every day? He, that is all of Tom Brady. All of that is Tom Brady. That is Tom, that is Tom Brady in a nutshell. So, so what you're saying here is that 33 and a third percent of the statements that you hear on this quiz are true. Correct. Which is higher than last week. <laughs> Listen, there was only one question that was factually incorrect. The others relied on the host. Uh, and <laughs> that, that in itself is questionable. Right. So, okay. While those three statements are all equally plausible, um, and actually in the, the would I lie to you format, 
Tom Brady's probably the the subject that you you'd believe anything, and the crazier the the better. I'm I'm leaning towards Martin's statement based on a few strange medical beliefs that have come out, shall we say? Um, so I, I think he could be into that sort of stuff. So I'm I'm going to go with expressing a wish to be cloned and having his DNA stored as, as the truth in those three statements. That's my answer. It's a good guess, but you were not correct. Tom oh, Brady wow. has a fetish for socks and only wants to wear <laughs> socks once before discarding them. <laughs> I mean, how rich is he? Just buy that many pairs of socks, Tom. You know, David, Beckham only, David Beckham only wears a pair of trainers once and then he throws them away. Well, you you don't throw them away. Well, no, but he only ever wears them once. Okay, moving on. Craig, I would do you that. are going yeah. to be guessing which one of these statements about large Ben Roethlisberger is true. Adam, what you got? A former teammate of Ben Roethlisberger claims he calls his old chap Big Ben. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. <laughs> I really hope that's true. <laughs> <Mark>. <laughs> You would, you would, if you, that is exactly what you call it. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger has a line of beef jerky called Big Ben's Beef Jerky. <laughs> tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. And Martin, what, what's the last one we got? Ben Roethlisberger has a Bentley. He calls Big Ben. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Oh. So what, what one of those following statements is true? Is Ben <laughs> so enamoured with his own manhood that he's named it after himself? <laughs> <laughs> is well, he a fan you name of... It? Yeah, it's a lot of name after someone else. <laughs> <laughs> is he... Is he... <laughs> Maybe he calls it AB. <laughs> <laughs> is he a fan of smoked and cured meats or does he have a fetish for personally monikered motor vehicle transport? He doesn't come across as a cock enough to call his car Big Ben. I mean, he, he might rape women, but he doesn't come across... <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Just, I'm going to go with the beef jerky thing. Craig, keeping up his stellar record in our quizzes. Absolutely <laughs> He oh, no. does have a line of beef jerky simply called Big Ben's do, beef, beef Jerky. Beef Jerky. Love that. Okay, Mark, <laughs> you are going to be guessing about Aaron Rodgers. So, Craig, start us off. What's the first fact we've got about Aaron Rodgers? In training, Aaron Rodgers, also known as the GOAT, tapes Chris to his heels to help with his footwork. Martin. Aaron Rodgers trains with an egg in his non-throwing hand to minimise slapping the football before release. <laughs> and Adam. Aaron Rodgers uses mirrors on his helmet to help train in pocket presence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
he definitely doesn't need that because his O line's good enough. <laughs> he doesn't need to worry about merits. Very good, very good. Don't come back here beating that job <laughs> this week. Put that to bed. That's a bed. Um, again, I could well believe all of them. I'm going to go with the fact that he carries an egg in his non-throwing hand. <laughs> And you are incorrect. Aaron Rodgers, and this is a fact, trains with crisps taped to his heels to help with his footwork. <laughs> Apparently, it How helps him keep on his toes. Help. How does that help? It helps him keeps on, keep on his toes in the pocket. Feet always just pop it. Hey, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Martin, to uh, stop Craig winning the quiz this week, you are going to be quiz. guessing about Matt Ryan. Mark. So, Matty Ryan. He hates his Matty Ice moniker so much that he once had a player cut by the Falcons for using it. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Craig. Matt Ryan insists on teammates calling him Ice during games. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And Adam, round it off. Matt Ryan's nickname's roots stem from a beer he used to drink in college. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. See, I've got a feeling that he doesn't like the Matty Ice thing. I've got a feeling he, he, he's quite against that. So I'm going to go with he got someone kicked off the team for calling him Matty Ice. I know this. And Craig <laughs> is the winner of this week. It's a bloody beer. <laughs> <It's a> beer <laughs> Matty beer. Ice. Apparently, there was a beer that he used to drink in college called Natty Ice. Natty Ice, yeah. <laughs> Na- Natural Ice is full name, I believe. There you go. So, Craig, congratulations. You have won Would I Lie to You? Hey, that who's hit? I hope somebody is keeping count of the wins. That's, I, I, want, uh, I, I want it at the end. I want to know exactly what it is. I'm not going to rely on Well, you as long as it's that. not you, then it's probably... <laughs> it definitely is you. We already understand that it's me. <laughs> as long as it's not you adding them up and then asking people about it in a quiz. We'll be like, <laughs> good point well made. <laughs> that was a good one, Doug. They were, ooh, well could be, though. I did, I like that. Good, yeah. Good. Tom Brady is clearly a dickhead. This is a performance of the Long Snapper Pod Improv Group. Hi, right, Brown. I haven't seen you for a few weeks. I'm all good, buddy. Um, yeah, sand in the vagina, you know how it goes. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, what's been lacking this week, well, last week and the week before, was some hitching-based bants. Ah, North Hertfordshire bants. The best you can get. But are we talking about bants with a Z? Z. I don't think you can have bants with a Z. That's not how it's spelled. Queen's English, boys. We don't. Oh, mate, throw a spanner in the works. You fucked it up. And you're from Hitches. So H-and-based bants is with a Z and not a Z. There's no one looking for. If I want it with a Z, where can I find it? He's he's clearly not been listening to the Long Snap Pod. Definitely, because that's where you can find bants with a Z. There's no other place for it. What's a Z? That was a production of the Long Snapper Pod Improv Group. Everybody's been to RADA. Now, if you need some of that shit (laughs) in your life weekly, you can catch us on Twitter at Long Snap Pod. You can find us on Facebook, Long Snap Podcast Facebook page. 
get us on SoundCloud, Long Snapper Podcast, get us on iTunes, and please uh, do leave a review. So, let's talk football, boys. Moved into the divisional round of the playoffs now. Am I right in saying the unanimous decision far better than the uh, wildcard weekend? Bit of excitement. Nice, good football being played. Um, I suppose good place to start AFC uh, Sunday night game. Uh, and Doug, your Chiefs uh, couldn't quite get it done against Steelers. Penalties, drops, killing the Chiefs. Um, as well as not being able to stop the run, how do we feel about Kansas City and uh, the Steelers moving through? Well, as a Kansas fan, I'm, you know, I watched that game and that first drive we had was a picture, you know, one of the best, Beautiful. one of the best offensive drives I've ever seen. And after that, we... Don't know about that, mate. One of the best offensive drives I've ever seen. Okay, it was good, it was nice. As Not the best offensive One of the best seen. constructed drives I've ever seen. I'm not joking. To move the ball that seamlessly... It you know it was it was a thing of beauty with Alex Smith as well that you don't expect it to happen with. But after that, straight that into their shells. Play calling got vanilla. Couldn't stop the run. Had no push on the defensive line. The offensive line of the Steelers basically had their way with us. And um, yeah, although they didn't get any. See, we're running this sort of bend but don't break defense, which was brought up in the game. It's no good if you don't score touchdowns at the other end ridiculous how you can go into a game like this score two touchdowns not concede a touchdown and lose the game it's like i can't believe it how how you contrive to throw that away it it didn't feel like the chiefs squandered a load of opportunities it just felt like they didn't make enough of them they didn't have enough drives it's a strange one like the towards the end alex smith was making some clutch throws there was a I think a second and 20 or third and 20 that he converted in the late in the third quarter. And you thought, actually it might be their day, but they, they, sh- they should have made themselves have more opportunities to score and, and just, just speed it up a little bit or just throw a few more balls deep or something. But there's just, just something about the tempo of the game didn't, didn't quite feel right to me. I, I felt sorry for Alex Smith in this game. I, I, I'm I, I'm an Alex Smith fan. Have been, uh, you know, pre open bow. I, I like Alex Smith. I think he's a very very good quarterback. I think he's underrated. This game manager tag is not fair, and this game kind of just epitomises that for me. Y- your receivers didn't make a play. Like you can't drop those passes. You can't get hit in the hands in a playoff game. If you win, you go through. If you lose, you go home. Uh, you're meant to. You know, you you can't drop these balls third down um for the first down on third down you can't you can't you can't you can't drop these balls uh, i thought we played a really good game thought the defense did well i, I think the receivers have a lot to to answer for uh, that is a that is a disgrace in, in many cases and there were some horrible horrible mistakes as well awful i mean oh, penalties chuck hendrick west that fumble yeah, oh. he literally knocked the ball out of his own hand. No one around him at all. Contact. Yeah. He's just changing the ball from one hand to the other and drops it. And you're like, hang on a minute, what what on earth is is going on here? And you know, again, he's super talented, but Travis Kelsey's head needs screwing on properly, doesn't it? That bloke is proper mental, proper yeah. proper mental. <laughs> he didn't even calm down afterwards and change his tune, did he? He's, he's he's still going on about it two days later, I think. About yeah. 
You know, and even Andy Reid jumped on that bandwagon about that that holding penalty. It's like it's the clearest holding clearest hold you're ever going to see. Yeah, and you're thinking it was an unnecessary hold. He didn't need to grab the bloke. He could have, you know, that, that pass. Harrison was never going to get to the QB, but the tackle instinctively hooked his arm around him. It's a poor penalty to give away. The um, the Chiefs all season. Have, and I've, you know, as you do, you watch your own side a bit more than any other. The Chiefs all season have been vanilla on offense, and they give themselves too much to do on second and third down. The amount of second and nines, third and eights that we were we were third leaving and seventeens, third well, and nineteens. The, the problem is Alex Smith's reputation goes against him, and I think the offensive coordinator has no faith in him. So they don't open him Alex up Smith until did they did nothing wrong that no, day, he, and he has me. done very little wrong all season. Yep. But the offensive coordinator, in my opinion, and I hope he gets, um, I hope he gets moved on. There's talk of him interviewing for other OC jobs and um, head coaching jobs, in fact. And uh, I, I, I hope he gets moved on because there's clearly a lack of or a disconnect between the ability of Alex Smith and the faith of the coordinators to use his ability. Doug, you, you would know more about this as a Chiefs fan, but who who is making the, the in-game play calls? As you mentioned the first drive uh, that obviously look fantastic. Um, most teams will script their first couple of drives. So you'll have, they'll have decided beforehand what the plays are going to be, um, when they're going to be run. After that, it's it's sort of on the fly, depending on how the game's going. Is is that sort of the difference? Is that what happened? Is the fact that a change of planned play calling to on the fly play calling is what went wrong? Is is this, is there somebody somebody different responsible for that? As as I said before, I, I believe I believe that there is a disconnect between Alex Smith's ability, his actual ability, and the and the trust that the coaching staff have in him. I just don't think that there's um, I don't think there's any need to have this vanilla game plan where it's just short passes and I, I, all all the trickery on offense, all that stuff with direct snaps and and wing T offense and all that kind of stuff. It just does. I don't get it. I think also what this perhaps highlights to for me at least is. Is Andy Reid his strengths and his weaknesses? His strengths are that pre-game element, the planning, the strategy going into the game. He, he he's got a ridiculous record coming off a bye week. You know, he he he's brilliant at that prep, but he seems to be god awful in the game, particularly the latter stages of the game. And he's almost become a bit of a joke when it comes to time management at the end of games. And and I wonder if it's a case that. You know, he's that Jacqueline Hyde. He's great at the first bit, but terrible at the back end, and that, and that's what cost him. I've just I've just looked it up because I knew uh, Brad Childress was our offensive coordinator. I just couldn't remember his stupid second name, but um, it turns out we've actually got co-offensive coordinators, which I didn't know until now. I always thought it was just Brad Childress, but uh, Matt Nagy as well is an, a co-offensive coordinator. And uh, you know, what system doesn't work better with two heads? Where would Catholicism <laughs> be without the Popes? Uh, I'm not sure. Is this this? I'm not sure you can blame Andy Reid here. I think that the Chiefs had the chances. It wasn't as though, you know, don't get me wrong. Steelers um, made some good plays. Were solid on defense. Some. It is amazing to think what Harrison's doing at his age, and 
and his time in the league, the guy's played a physical game his whole career and is still able to bring it. So, you know, I'm not taking nothing away from the Steelers, but the Chiefs had the opportunities. You can't get hit in the hands at the at, at the first down marker and, and drop the ball. You can't be... Uh, uh, in the middle of a busted coverage and jump, drop the ball or, or, or get separation and drop the ball. It's, it, Alex Smith did what was asked of him. The plan worked. Uh, I think the Chiefs had enough and they just about... Uh, that, sorry, the Chiefs had enough, enough opportunities uh, and people let them down. It's not good enough. It does need to change. They need a receiver. Alex Smith needs a receiver. And a running back. Well, it's running back. 61 yards total rushing. That's not good enough well, in this because kind of standard. They, they, Jamal Charles, I mean, how many years in a row is he going to pick up a, an injury? I, he's done now. It's time to be involved in Charles, I think. But the Chiefs yeah. were dominating on both sides of the line, so that's why they couldn't yeah. run the ball. So question. The fact we're, the fact we're saying that we've, we've talked about the Chiefs for this entire conversation, we haven't really talked about the Steelers. It's, Before we move it's, on to the Steelers, let me ask a question. Regarding Alex Smith, has he ever had a top quality receiver because we you, you kind of alluded to Alex Smith and this reputation he has as this sort of you know system quarterback safe quarterback game manager has he ever had someone to throw it to well he's been on a roster with um, he's been on a roster with uh, Randy Moss so at the end of his career no I know I'm being daft but um, well, I mean, he's got Jeremy Anton Macklin. Bolden. Macklin can't. Michael Crabtree. Macklin was done in Philadelphia. Mark Crabtree clearly has never been never been a stellar receiver, never top quality receiver. Uh, it was just that game just made me think, watching him play the game, it made me think, do you know what? A guy gets shortchanged a lot. It, it, I think, you look at what happened to him in San Francisco. Uh, I don't think he deserved to lose his job. He did. Cabinet did well enough the year to, to warrant it. But has he ever had someone where he can, like, like a Gronkowski, like a Jordy Nelson, like a Randy Moss, who you just know, if I get the ball to him, they're going to make that play for me. Would that have been the difference for Alex Smith's career? I, I really did. That game just made me think, it's a shame because that boy can play football. The only one he had was Vernon Davis at the Niners, wasn't it? He had him for a little while. Um, but again, it, it alludes to the fact that you know he's tight that end, type yeah. of quarterback. Maybe it's a tight end. You know, it's the it's the short pass again, isn't it? He's never he's not giving it to someone that he's chucking it 30, 40 yards to. Top quarterbacks make receivers, not the other way around. I don't know. I don't know. I think I I felt I felt bad for Alex Smith, but Alex Smith played a game against a, a, a willing Steelers defense. I think there's some questions on offense after that game, but certainly you know you, you, the uh, the defense looks. Uh, uh, revitalised Dupree becoming a player after that horrible disgusting murdering of um, Moore oh, yeah. <laughs> in the Miami game Dupree's really emerged as a, 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 a big time player what are we thinking about the Steelers um, in this game? I think they'll need to play a, a hell of a lot better than that and in ter- in, I don't necessarily mean playing loads better they're just going to need to finish better the fact that they didn't punt until three minutes to go in the third quarter means clearly they're doing something right you just need to get it in the end zone and it's I don't think you're going to see too many more Steelers performances like that where you keep them at the end zone especially with Lev Bell running like he is the Chiefs kind of bottled Bell up towards the end of the game and 
but it's all very, but no, but it's all very well the Chiefs were dominated <laughs> on the defensive line it's all very well that sort of slow stuttering run but that only works if the offensive line's on top of their game he's not going to be able to do that if the D-line are getting penetration they're just going to smash him in the backfield which is what the Chiefs started to do towards the end um, I don't think I think they stand a better chance against the Patriots than the Chiefs would have but I still don't think they've got enough to get past the Pats. Weirdly, I think that in a lot of ways, the Chiefs are, are better than the Steelers in just a, a lot of how they're... You, it might not seem that way looking at talent, but a lot of how they're set up. Having said that, I feel the Steelers are, as you say, better in better shape to have a shot at beating the Patriots, which we'll, I'm sure come on to. I'll tell you right now, I think the Chiefs have the better quarterback. Rubbish. I do. Not having that at all. I think, I think Big Ben's got questions. If you were to ask ninety-nine, I think you'd have asked ninety-nine people who you're going to have in your like not necessarily like fantasy like fantasy football team, but if if you're like a Bills fan, for example, like me, and you're saying to someone who do you want, Alex Smith or Ben Roethlisberger, I'm taking Ben Roethlisberger every single time. No question. His, uh, well, I was going to say at his age, he's probably not actually much older than Alex Smith. Thinking about it, probably not. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'd, um, it just seems that way with injuries and the way he the way he plays the size the size of him. He just seems more likely to break. And he's such a handsome chap as well, old Alex Smith. So he you know, he looks young. <laughs> so the other game in the AFC, uh, closer than uh, maybe some expected. Um, we did talk about the threat of that Texans defense. Um, what was the spread early? Mark, you were talking about the spread last week. Fifteen half points. I think it's fifteen and a half points. Um, so the, the Texans kept, kept it close for a while. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but it was it was refreshing to see Brady treated like a like a football player and not the human embodiment of, of a Ming Vass. Uh, have we got some questions about New England moving forward? Did the Texans' defense rattle Tom Brady and make it difficult for the New England to to play football? Well, I, I again at the risk of talking about the loser or the losing team to start with yes the Texans defense kept them in the game for much longer than we probably expected but what sort of team forces three turnovers and gets the ball every single time deep into opposition territory like I'm not talking just in in their half but in the red zone three times and loses the game by 18 points it's the team of yeah, the team yeah. Like, yeah. yeah exactly well, yeah <laughs> I said I said last week that I thought that the Texans would probably be, keep it closer than a lot of people think up to half time and then the Patriots would pull away after that when the Texans realized who they had at quarterback um and and so it proved I think that actually the first half I thought the Texans were much the better team um it was only that going into third quarter and beyond that they just reverted to type as everyone kind of knew they always would. Even when they were playing better and they were creating chances and they were playing well on defence, you always knew that the Patriots were going to win in the end and win comfortably. And so, so it happened. But did the Patriots win? Or, or did, did Houston oh, yeah. lose? <laughs> the, the Patriots won. The Patriots won. won. I, think, I think there was an element of, of the Pats keeping their powder dry, maybe. Maybe having enough in hand, not really showing their full... Their full yeah, list they, of options, they, they but, but also I think there is an element of they've just come off a bye week and probably a bit rusty. But sorry, Martin, I interrupt I you. They, I was going to say they've obviously let Dion Lewis out of the cage now as well, and he had a far greater role 
in this game than he's had in the other games that he's been available. I know Gary Blunt had had a bit of a bug or something in the week and he was on the injury report with an illness, but by all accounts could have played the full game, which presumably is what the Texans would have been gearing up for. So in true Belichick style, expecting yeah. one thing, they give a load of, um, you know, Dion Lewis, who is a, you know, another, you know, excellent back, catches the ball and everything else. But back to Craig's point, you're ne- you know, the Texans set themselves up to lose with Brock Osweiler at quarterback because, and then this is incredible stuff. I can't remember where I read it or heard it, but he's had, that was his fourth game of the season where he's had 40 attempts but thrown less than 200 yards. <laughs> How can yeah. you throw the ball 40, 40 times, times and get sub 200? You're talking less than five, you know, that's five Lord, yards Lord, an attempt. per attempt. Yeah. Crazy. It's, it's a lot exactly. of incompletions that though, isn't it? It's a lot of dink and dunk. It's a lot of getting nothing. It's a lot of it's throwing things at the line of scrimmage. It's 20 dink and dunks and 20 nothing at all, isn't it? It's yeah. incompletions but, on dink and dunks. That's what yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's incompletions on tiny... Oh, little passes that I could make. You, you, you got to be, you got to, you got to look at that that Texans defense. Um, uh, I mean, a Brady, Brady had only thrown two interceptions all year, two interceptions in in, in four hundred and thirty-two uh, uh, passes. Then, then, then two interceptions in thirty-one. Uh, you know, I, 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 this was. I'm so, I'm, I'm annoyed. At the, at the Texans and and more no I'm annoyed at Brock Osweiler because this was we saw again and I think we've seen it a number of times over the last few years Brady is he is done he he is not a good footballer you look at Brady and then you look at Aaron Rodgers and you tell me there's a question about who's the best quarterback in the league I'm not fucking having it mate somehow Belichick um, has managed to drag Brady's ass out of the fire time and time again Brock Osweiler fucked this up royally. Uh, I don't know how the Pats have gone through. I really hope the Steelers beat them. Uh, that that bullshit juju, Bill Belichick, and they've got a deal with Satan himself, mate. It's, it's bollocks. I fucking hate it. Brady's done. I tell you I mean, what. I, sorry, go on. I was going to say that the um, the old you know the oldest adage almost in football is defense wins championships. But even a, an excellent, outstanding, you know, of the teams left in it at that point, the Texans were the best defence oh. of the remaining teams. Oh. But even that's the best defence can't overcome Brock Osweiler at QB. Absolutely. Defence wins championships, but not when you're hamstrung by a, an absolutely dog shit QB. As we discussed last week, though, they're defense, best defence in football based on some pretty weak opponents. Yeah, well, look what they did to the Patriots, the 14 and 2 Patriots, whatever it is. Uh, I think that was yeah. as much, as I said, I think that was as much Patriots keeping their powder dry as it was. Anything yeah. I mean, they've got some excellent pieces on that D, though. I mean, Whitney Merciless. I mean, oh. he, look, he, he, what, what an athlete that bloke is. And yeah. you know, Clowney's starting to look like the guy that got drafted number one. So before we talk quick briefly about before we look forward to the uh, AFC Championship game, uh, on that point, when you consider Merciless, when you consider Clowney playing the way he is, when you add Cushion to the mix, and you think about Boyer in the back end looking like an elite cornerback, uh, and then you add JJ Watt to the mix, what does this mean for the 2017 Houston Texans? Nine and seven, less... and winning the division. 
Uh, not not if uh, not if I have anything to do with it or my Titans have anything to do with it. Um, <laughs> you you probably won't be able to affect it too much, Adam. Yeah, yeah. I, I will I'm, do my I'm best. Probably that ability to influence the outcome of any games this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm overestimating my influence on the uh, Tennessee Titans. Are you the <laughs> um, let's put it down to T-Rack, the mascot. Um, I'll uh, try and insert some influence through him. Um, but yeah, they, they don't have quite the holes that other rosters have to fill. If you're looking at the draft and free agency, there's one massive hole that's the most important position on the entire field. Um, but I've, just I've, go and get a quarterback. Get any quarterback. Any quarterback that's not got a hard try to try that savage a bit more. He, he, yeah. he might have something, he, he seems to have more about him than Osweiler does. Give that, you know, give him a season with that defense and you know a half reasonable yeah. O line and running game. He might be enough. There's a reason that the four quarterbacks still standing are Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, Matt Ryan, because they are four of the most elite quarterbacks going. That is the reason. On the whole, those teams are still standing. And if Houston, if the Texans had one of those quarterbacks, they would still be they'd still be going. No question. Mate, I reckon I mean, Plug Martin in there and the Texans could do better. Right. He's shit, mate. And that Texans defense is good. I fancy the Texans next year. I really do. And I think it's gonna they're in a dog shit division, absolutely. And you know, they could they could win the division, go eight and eight. But I, I think that this team with a half decent quarterback yeah. who can just throw the ball get the ball to DeAndre Hopkins and reasonable things will happen. It's not, I, they are not far away with that defense. If JJ Watt can come back, I'm telling you the Texans. Yeah. I mean, the, the last thing on the Texans is, um, they are the only team from Texas this year to win a playoff game though. True. <laughs> uh, but you know, maybe the guy from the other team in Texas, um, might be the answer. Yeah, if, 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 if he ships across the road, I think that team maybe would be the one. Yeah. Well, we'll talk, we, we might get a chance to have a chat about that before um, uh, we do look at the other games. Steelers, uh, Pats and Foxborough, what, what, what do we think? Uh, looking at how the de- that Texans defence hit Brady in the mouth, treated him like a normal human being, um, you know, actually played football with him and the refs, would you believe, let them. Can Harrison get to, to him? Can Dupree get to him? You know, is it, or could we see... Because I don't think the uh, New England offense can compete with a, a all fire in Pittsburgh offense. Oh, it can. But one thing I want to say about this is, for all the talk of parity in football, you've got the Steelers, New England, and Green Bay again in the <laughs> yeah. championship game. Yeah, I'm getting so bored of it. I want to see some different teams in these games. I, I'm not bored of it. I'm not bored. How, how many times have they been there? One of those, at least one of those has been in the championship game now. It's something like the last, it's a stupid amount of years. Well, on the trot. Belichick, oh, it's, isn't Belichick five on a trot? Isn't, isn't New England five in a row? Yeah, quite possibly. But I think that I saw a stat, I can't remember how many it was, so I'm going to have to look it up. But the last time what, neither of those two were in the championship game, it was yonks ago. Yeah, and, and there's, there's, it, a, there's another one about how the AFC in the Super Bowl has been represented by four different quarterbacks in the last... I think it's 13 years or yeah, something like that. Um, Joe Flacco once and the other three every other time. Um, you know, Peyton ben Manning's Manning. case for two different teams. But yeah, yeah it's... And we're going to have it again. And, and so, in, in fairness to the Patriots, though, they're virtually different teams. I know they're under the same banner, but you look at the squads. Tom Brady's about the only piece from the earlier teams to, to this one. It's not like, you know... It's a, a nucleus of teams, not like you know the 
the, the class of 92 going through United and were there and the core of that team for years going forward. This is one bloke and then an entire roster around him that's changed year on year on year. And yet somehow it's still on the top of the pile. Well, it's got to be. It's 2000. What was it? Their, their little run. Was it 2004, 2004, 2005, 2007? And that's 10 years. That's 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. That's 10 years ago. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not, it's, it's got to be new teams. It's a lot of uh, time. So who are we picking? Patriots. Pats. Yeah. Pats. Patriots. I don't want them to win, but I, I, I think the Patriots have got too much. Yeah, I'd much rather see the Super, the the Steelers in the Super Bowl, but I think the Pats are going to get it done. Big, big prediction for Michael Floyd to go absolutely crazy in this game. I'm going Steelers. Fuck the Patriots. Fuck. Them. <laughs> I'm going to check. I, I knew and hoped you would, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Moving over to the NFC. Uh, Falcons um, looked uh, very impressive. Oh. Let me do that again. Did you see that? It might just literally. <laughs> <laughs> There's your colour right. open. Yeah, done. Awesome. I hit my fucking drink, bitch. Right. Uh, moving over to the NFC, Falcons looked very impressive in there. Uh, in the end, uh, pretty comfortable victory over the Hawks. With a biggest um, surprise for me was a was the defense. The Falcons' defense looked exceptional. Um, What's not to like about this Atlanta Falcons team? I'm calling it now. Falcons are winning it this year. Oh, uh, okay. I, 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 I wasn't sure they had the bottle. I wasn't sure they had the bottle to get it done. But they've turned up. <laughs> I love how you game. just did that. He sat back. <laughs> well, I it's, sure. like I'm, it's like I'm explaining it to my room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm well the thing is, lads. I wasn't sure that they had the bottle to do it, but I, I was so impressed with them in this game. They've turned up against what's you know what is meant to be the good defense that's left in the NFC, and they murdered them. I think if they'd have tried to go for that super, uh, go for the touchdown at the end, um, they would have racked up forty points on the Seahawks, and it's a long time since the Seahawks conceded forty points. Um, I thought they were. Excellent. Um, they, they just look unstoppable on offense with the two running backs and all those options at wide receiver. Um, Matty Ice playing incredibly. And now the defense is beginning to turn up and is really getting some, consist- some consistency. Their average points per game that they're conceding has dropped by about nine points a game at the minute. Um, I think they are flying. I think they've got to be favorites currently. I, I actually feared for them early on. Um, the Seahawks came out, looked really good. Russell Wilson's yeah, first, first drive. I mean, they're both, both teams' first drives, actually. Um, and you, you sort of think the Seahawks are going to take a lot of stopping. I thought that initially we've said how hot and cold they've been. This looked like a Seahawks team that had come to play. And what impressed me was how the Falcons' defense stood up against that. Yeah. And whatever adjustments they needed to make. Again, it might be a little bit of early play scripting going on and things changing. But yeah, the Falcons suddenly were able to stop them, to slow them down, and their offense just didn't stop on the other side of the ball. Matt Ryan, absolute total command of that offense. Superb. It seemed to me that the Seahawks, in their first four, maybe five drives, ended up kicking a few field goals. And I just felt very early on, you yeah. cannot keep pace with that Atlanta offense 
if you're getting a field goal every other time you're getting into the red zone, to, to even stand a chance of going toe-to-toe with that Atlanta O, you need to score touchdowns. And after a couple of after a couple of field goals, you're like, I, you know, I just can't see how you're going to drag those points back again because the other side of the ball, the boys in red, they're not going to stop scoring all game. And if you can't match them, you're trying to play catch up. You're going to be in a world of pain, and that's where it all fell apart for the uh, for the Seahawks. I, I'd like to just uh, talk about Carl Shanahan for a minute because. Uh, that guy is doing some amazing things for the Falcons and he did some amazing things for the Redskins while he was there and he did some good things at the Texans and the Cleveland Browns let him go. <laughs> you know, there's I mean... no end to their ineptitude. <laughs> that, they've got so many strings to their offense. It, it's crazy. And the winner of the Super Bowl is coming out of this, this game. That's all. I, that, that that's the only thing I can see because I can't see the Patriots keeping up with either of them, and I just hope that it's the Falcons because let's be honest, the Packers are street have been streaky and they haven't looked dominating all year, whereas the Falcons have, have dominated all year. Well, listen, that that Thomasless, and I think that was a big loss, Earl Thomas, in the uh, uh, earlier in the season. That defense, that Thomasless defense, looked porous. Some, some, you know, Matty Ice played exceptional, 77, 77% completion rate uh, against the Seattle Blitz. Um, that offense is, is, is stellar, has been. But the, the big surprise for me, uh, you know, seven, seven minutes in, seven minutes remaining in the fourth, um, Russell Wilson had 34 dropbacks, 17 times he was hurried. It was the most pressure he'd seen in a postseason game. Uh, that defense was in, so impressive. Matt Ryan has got a better passer rating than Aaron Rodgers in the last eight games, and their running back's got 205 yards against Seattle D. Uh, that's the team of the weekend for me. I, I'm really impressed by that Falcons team, uh, and I'm, I'm in agreement. I, 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 it's hard. It's hard to see as much as I love Aaron Rodgers. It's hard to see past that Atlanta team. And and there was one play in particular. So I'm pretty sure it's Tevin Coleman caught the ball over the middle and the replacement safety for L Thomas came across and how the safety didn't break his ankles mm. when Tevin Coleman cut back the other way past him and literally you watch he literally him. left with yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and you can almost you know, see the guy's ankles breaking you know they, they talk about that but that was just ridiculous that just the talent they've got all over the park is is just incredible a big, big respect for Dan Quinn as well. He, that guy clearly knows how to coach a football team. It obviously helped in this game that he knew a thing or two about the the Seahawks D players. That clearly made a bit of a difference. And that guy obviously knows what he was doing. It was only a matter of time before he got that D clicking based on what he did in um, in Seattle. Fair play to him. He, and you wouldn't fuck with him either, would you? Let's talk about the other game in the NFC before we look forward to the NFC Championship game. Um, the game I was most excited about, probably everyone was most excited about. And, what game? And absolutely lived up to up to the height. Uh, you know, we talked about Aaron Rodgers last week. Mark made some bullshit argument talking about an O-line <laughs> like anyone gives a shit <laughs> when you watch Aaron fucking Rodgers. Uh, even, even though I was right, eh? Uh, uh, well, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk exactly. We'll talk, we'll talk about exactly how you were wrong right now. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Patriots. Of all the things uh, Aaron, that sorry, we're going to talk about Packers. this game, we're going to focus on that argument <laughs> okay. again. Well, Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys bringing it 
all I, I mean this was this was playoff heaven wasn't it this was I, I mean I, I don't know when I've last enjoyed a playoff game as much as this actually as a neutral you can't enjoy a game any more than that you know n- none, none of us are invested in either of those two teams and as you sit back as a neutral and you get that you know you think would you have been happier if maybe that had gone to overtime rather than finishing the way it did. Yeah. Well, you know. I wanted it to go overtime. I wanted it to go It was also <laughs> so, one o'clock in the morning at that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. But short of that, you're thinking it, the, game, the game just gave you everything. Literally everything. You know, ebbed and flowed. Both teams were in it. Both teams looked like they were out of it. It just, yeah, an incredible, incredible game. I think the start really surprised me how the the Packers flew out of the blocks so so quickly and the Cowboys didn't know didn't know what to do couldn't stop the offense um, the call started coming from from one of our own even about uh, <laughs> oh you know Romo's coming soon you wait where Dak Prescott what nonsense pure yeah, nonsense Dak Prescott didn't do anything wrong in this game oh, he threw through that pick except for the, one the yeah, that one pass telegraph that. that that was a bit yeah, that was a bad pass it wasn't long yeah. after I posted that tweet that the camera started looking at Romo though was it yeah it was almost <laughs> there was a shot wasn't there but there was Obviously. him with his clipboard and Dak Prescott stood behind him and I, as soon as that showed that I thought Doug's going to text in a minute sure <laughs> enough <laughs> There it comes. Um, but the way that the Cowboys roared back into it, it was, um, oh, it was such a good game. Loved it. If you're a director at Fox, you're going to get the sack if the Packers take a lead and you don't start showing pictures of Romo on the feed, aren't you? You're, you're just out of a job. Yeah. I mean, up, up to that point, he hadn't made that interception by then. He wasn't doing anything wrong. You know, he was one of his receivers missed a, missed a pass. His defense couldn't stop anything. Um, they'd had some stupid penalties um, to negate big plays. The Packers just came out and they they were there to play. The full excitement, it, it had it all. I, 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 you know, you remember you look at the, the tiptoe down the sideline from Zeke, the spin move on Clay in the fourth, uh, eight yard gain, bang. Aaron Rodgers uh, doing Aaron Rodgers thing. Um, sorry, Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things. Uh, the throw, the sideline pass. Big kick from Crosby. I mean, amazing game of football. Great experience for the Cowboys. Um, maybe need some pieces on defense. Did Dallas lose it? Did Green Bay win it? How do we feel? I'm Unfortunately, gonna... there was winners and losers. That is the sad. Is there was a winner and there was a loser. Somebody is through and somebody's out. This might sound a strange thing to say, but I don't want to not talk about this. Um, and it's not really been talked about. So how familiar are you all with the fair catch kick rule? Yep. Um, three seconds left of the first half. The Green Bay Packers had a fourth down. I think the clock was stopped. Three seconds um, in their own territory. So they punted the ball away. And uh, I think it was Cole Beasley way for a fair catch on the Cowboys' own 40-yard line. And that was the end of the half. Dallas, I suspect, didn't realise, but would have been able to have a go at a free kick from 70 yards. So it's not, not a field goal with two yeah, an it's offensive it's line and defensive line. One. You can have uncontested, defence has to be 10 yards away, run up, just like a kickoff, basically, except you can't have a tee. You'd have to have someone holding the ball. Um, he would have had a decent chance at making that. Could have been three points that... They badly you open, needed. You, you open yourself up to a run back, though, don't you? Yeah, but you, you, you're surely looking for that. 
Yeah, um, that's defendable, isn't it? Didn't they is, mention is that? There... Didn't they mention that the Cowboys' kick as long was only fifty-one yards going into that game, though? Yeah, but that that's that's with a, yeah, a, with a snap and hold. hold. Um, how many kickoffs do you see go out the back of the end zone, and they're from the thirty-five? And um, how many kick- you see kickoffs actually go through the posts at times, and that that's, that would be from five yards deeper. It's indoors, good conditions. Maybe, maybe. What was the score at that point, though? Because I, I think it changes the game. I, I think it's hard to look at. I mean, don't get me wrong. You look at, um, I think there was what, three, three fifty-yard either game-winning or game-tying field goals in the last two minutes, which, which kind of tells you that that points are a premium. But surely, end of the end of the second half, you probably, if you're happy with how you played, you probably just want to get in get in and, and get ready for the second. And I think it's difficult to look back on that when there was so much more in the game that could have made the, you know, I think both teams really did go to win this game. And I've got no, I've got no qualms with, with either, either's game plan, either's coaching. I, 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 you know, I think, I think it's, I think if, if either decision goes right, it, it, you win it. I, I like, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Amazing. I think I, I, bizarrely, I still think the Cowboys are a better side. Um, I think that the, the Packers rode the momentum that they had coming into it and got out the block so quickly, probably because of that. And the Cowboys were a little bit sleepy, week off, um, took the last week of the regular season off, and that maybe that hurt them. The fact that they managed to come back as well as they did, um, obviously, is a good a testament to how good a side they are. And you can't justify when you're when you're managing and you're conceding catches like Jared Cook pit, um, picked off at the mm-hmm. end of that game you can't do anything about that. It's, um, you know, if someone goes and pulls off an amazing catch like that, you've just got to, you know, hold your hand up and say too good. Well done. I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers is going to get most of the plaudits for, for that game, but to my mind, possibly the best performance by Packer was Mika Hyde. Yeah. Brilliant. The guy was just, he's not, he's not a household name. He's not someone that, you know, he does a bit of return work, but he gets a sack, he gets a pick, he, he's all over the park. And you're thinking, everyone thought that the secondary of the Packers was decimated and was going to be the issue. And yet, one of the members of the secondary steps up and has an absolute stormer. And to my mind, was, was the best player on the park throughout the game. And, and not bad and for convert- a guy that was playing second division football a couple of years ago. And conversely, on the other side of the field, I, I talked about the big plus for Dallas in, in Claiborne coming back. Actually, really disappointing game. Uh, I think that you, you can't give those plays away deep in the fourth after you've just gone and, and kicked the field goal to win it. Some You can't give that catch away. I, don't, I, I think Dallas got a couple of pieces to fix on defence. However, the future looks bright. Yeah, uh, uh, Romo's got to go. Agreed. Right. Yeah, they're, right, that's right, their, right. Get him out. That's don't, their team now. Don't, don't yeah, put that's any pressure on. Let that team roll. Romo, come, come play some football in New York. See how you go. Come to Buffalo. Come to Buffalo, Tony. I read uh, there was a story that came out on Bleacher Report yesterday that Garrett was refusing to name um, Prescott that's as his so. starter for next year. Which is ridiculous. What, 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 what they today? What's the point of even just yeah. creating that story now it's just like just leave it until at least training camp exactly. why why even go down that road it's get, getting his stock up isn't it they want to make sure they can yeah, get something for, for they him can. Yeah. yeah so nfc doing 
pretty good things in the divisional round. The NFC Championship game is that is there has there been in recent memory a more mouth watering championship game? I mean, that game is just. Oh, it could be it could be it could be seventy four seventy this game. Lit, lit, but, oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be First good. Aaron Rodgers is is I do believe I, listen, Matty Ice, I love Matty Ice. And it's, it's I do feel see Matty Ice has a bit of the Alex Smith about him for some reason. You know, he's obviously he's been a bit better, but we kind of never give Matty Ice credit he deserves, and maybe he doesn't ever quite do what his potential or situation should uh, be able to achieve, but Aaron Rodgers, um, there there isn't better. There is not. I'm not having it. There isn't better. Ex- except Aaron for this. Rodgers. Except for the fact that um, you know, Matt Matt Ryan is going to be named MVP this year, and, yeah, and he didn't turn up until week eight. <laughs> well, listen, whatever you know. So when you're brilliant, you the, the, the we're flawed. They're flawed geniuses. Okay, <laughs> it's what it is. Aaron Rodgers, a perfect fuck the like. No, sorry, listen. And I don't want to sound disparaging on, of the O line. I, I played running back. I love the O line. I understand what they bring. The man has a perfect passer rating outside of the pocket on Sunday. Like you cannot, you can't watching him move. That Chris thing doesn't surprise me. His feet are just <laughs> in constant motion. It's a beautiful thing to watch. When he plays well, there's none better. There isn't. There's none. And I think one of the things that I can just see it happening is obviously Rogers and Ryan are two of the front runners for the MVP race this year. Whoever loses this game will end up winning the MVP as their consolation. And it will just be a narrative I know, I know. I know the voting isn't. Yeah, you know, it's already finished. It's done, and it's just going to work out. So, as whoever the MVP is, is going to be. Well, they lost to Rogers. So, you know, if, if Ryan gets it, well, Rogers was actually better because he beat him in the big game, and it worked vice versa. You can just see that they're working that way. That whoever loses the game wins the MVP race. Yeah. They'd love that in the narrative football league, wouldn't they? They'd exactly. love that shit. Events that haven't happened yet are annoying you. I like that. That's, uh, <laughs> 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 That's what we bring. <laughs> Over-under on this game in total yeah. points, by the way. Anyone want to have a guess? 80. Oh. 75. Anyone else? Uh, 60. I've just looked it up. It is 60 on Sky Day. Right, Fucking hell, hey. Hey, hey. Absolutely. Pile Same on that, course. I would think. Yeah, higher. Uh, I, I reckon I reckon six is good. I get shit right. Um, so let's pick them. <laughs> <laughs> let's pick them. Martin, who you got? I just can't see Rogers stopping, mate. I, I think that he just seems to have some magic about him this year, and uh, I can see it carrying on. Mark, who you got? Uh, I'm saying the Packers O line helps Rogers keep it close. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Packers O line helps him keep it close, but it's Falcons. Adam, who you got? I think that Rogers and the Packers O-line are both going to play incredibly well. I, I'm i going with the Packers. I went with them originally. I'm not going to change, although that Falcon showing makes me very tempted. Um, yeah, like a 51-48 Packers. Doug, who you got? Uh, I like the Falcons. Too much oh, on offense. I'm going to go with um, Falcons playing exceptional football, but Aaron Rodgers just doing, you know, historic things. We're going to we're going to watch NFL 
films about this season. We're gonna you're gonna see Aaron Rodgers with grey hair sitting on a cream couch with it's gonna be in a great America's game, isn't it? It's three three it's or four rings in his game, background telling you about this season. He, he's, this, he's played well for the second half of it. Let's not and that, but that's but that's part but that's no, but that's 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 what happens, isn't it? That is you you, you you have a season where people are questioning you. We said what's going on with him? Why are you not playing well? Is there something wrong with him? Is there something not connecting men- mentally? He turns around and he absolutely dominates it plays football like we've never seen a quarterback play football before it's not just his ability to pass the ball this man is total QB play if you've got a 12th man on the field I'm going to get you I'm going to draw you on side I'm going to take the free play every single time not just as part of the general understanding of QB QB aptitude I'm talking about every single time you make those mistakes I'm going to make the most of it he is the best there's also been a lot of QBs that have had great stretches of eight games, but they tend to be at the beginning of the season, not the end of the season. You notice the ones that happen in the back half, in the back nine of the season, not the front nine. There's a lot of QBs that run out of steam and, and you know, didn't continue their early form in the postseason. He's hit form at the right time, and I just can't see him being stopped. It's funny how when the O-line wasn't playing so well at the start, of the year he wasn't doing all that dancing around shit making them all good was he it's funny whatever, how mate, per- not been able to do it by himself there per- per- perfect QB rating outside of the pocket on Sunday so he's I'll, I'll wrap it outside of the pocket though ain't he I'll, I'll, something stopping the guys getting to him I'll, I'll wrap this up by just like, saying it's like Groundhog Week <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up by just saying uh, guys at the Aaron Rodgers fan club uh, I hope you've accepted this as my uh, uh, admission for chairperson um, I'm looking forward <laughs> to hearing from you <laughs> Now, just don't let uh, Mark in. Yeah, we can't. Um, he's brilliant. The question is a brilliant quarterback. He's he's the best, mate. It's as simple as that. Nobody taught. Listen, great O line. He's the best. So let's. Um, everyone's. Uh, we talked games. Some great football. We've also done the playoff challenge, um, which is a version of fantasy football where we all get to pick different players. Does that mean now, we need a jingle? Well, oh, yeah, have you? Obviously. And the tens of listeners who are out there. Are you in? I've won a league based on taking Adrian Peterson in like round six. Man like me! <laughs> <laughs> as many jingles as you like, Doug, basically. You've proven that you can do that pretty well. It's, it's like Bants. The more, the more Bants, the better. The more jingles, the better. It's simple. Well, so... <laughs> Papers to, over the cracks. To discuss, <laughs> <laughs> to discuss some playoff football uh, and the playoff challenge, and really hear about a first-time sort of NFL fan. I think we're gonna we're gonna call up Russ now. If you if you're a long-time listener, and you've been a, a you've been with us for a little while. Russ was on earlier in the season. I think we gave him the Cardinals, did we? We gave him the we Cardinals. Suggested, we suggested. suggested. No, I, I, and I he took. Yeah, I think I think he yeah he bit, but. And he took Carson Palmer and the Cardinals. So we're going to hear about how he felt the Cardinals did, his opinion on American football and how he's getting on in the playoff challenge. Russ, wow. hello, mate. There he is. Proper full house. How you doing? Yeah. What, what's, wow. a si- what's a six box? A septo box or is that a seven? What's the Scott Hansen would know. Probably yeah. hect- hecto sign. Hecto box. Hecto box. <laughs> Russ, welcome. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me back. 
so before you tell us about how you're getting on in, uh, in our playoff challenge, you took away the Cardinals and, and the NFL. Uh, what well, first season? Talk to me. Happy with your cards? Uh, do you love the NFL? Uh, have you stopped watching that game that they call rugby? I've not stopped watching rugby because it's still an infinitely better game. However, Shit. Oh, oh, hello. Wait, wait a minute. Back hello. up, bro. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that might raise some controversy. No, it's not infinitely better. I, I, one thing I will say is having watched plenty of uh, NFL this season, mostly on the red zone when I've been able to smuggle the television on a Sunday evening, it's opened my eyes to how technical, how fast, how physical, all the things that I hated about the the stopping. I don't I don't notice anymore because it's it's that there's that much going on. You don't you don't seem to worry about it. And obviously, when you're watching Red Zone, you don't get any of that shit anyway. So, and watch it recorded, man. Just watch it. Give it an hour. Chill out. Oh, and I've watched, I've watched stuff on on Doug's Game Pass and stuff like that as well, and I have enjoyed it. I genuinely, I thought I'm not going to be able to sit here while while they go two minutes <laughs> worth of just meandering about. But actually, when thinking about what's just happened and thinking of what they're going to do next or whatever, is uh, and listening to the commentary. Actually, they, those guys talk a lot of sense most of the time. So happy with your Cardinals this year? No. Not <laughs> you want to tell them what well, you told? Welcome to the world of being, being an NFL fan. Do you want to tell the guys what you told me last night while we were recording more over us? Well, I was going to fuck them off. <laughs> you get mulligans. Yeah, oh, oh, does he get a mulligan? No, that why? I'm, I'm, not, it. I'm not doing it. You're saddled with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Mark, who so, yeah. like seventy-five percent of NFL teams, <laughs> he hates that, doesn't he? So, Absolutely hates it. <laughs> that gets a bite every time. <laughs> I am. I'm absolutely not that guy. So I will not be. I will not be relinquishing the Cardinals um, for the simple fact that you know you've got to stick three teams you thick and thin. You know, I'm, I'm a Tottenham Hotspur supporter in soccer. Support. It's sort of extra Chiefs in rugby. There's lots of different things that have been going on with success and failure, and you know, probably more failure than success for most of my teams. So, why change the habit of a lifetime? <laughs> okay. Yes. So, speaking of failure <laughs> and success, uh, how you been getting on with our playoff challenge? You picked some players. You enjoying the playoffs first off, actually, uh, and you fancy your chances with who you've gone with. Uh, I'm not entirely sure I find some of chances because my picks are a little bit of names that I've heard you guys talk about quite a bit. Levon Bell, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Um, obviously? Obviously, because that guy, <laughs> that guy is like some kind of wizard. Yes, um, he is. Yes, he is, Russ. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I could only dream of having someone like Rodgers instead of Carson Palmer or Carthorse Palmer, as I'd like to call him now. Um, <laughs> yeah, very good. Because, because he can't move at all. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of potluck. You know, I, I went and I picked a, a side in the, um, in the first wildcard round where there was just loads of people playing. And obviously that got me out on top first week. And then I've, I got a bit lucky with uh, my second round sort of picks, and they all managed to get through as well. So, you know, this week I've I've gone with many many Pats and Steelers this week, thinking that there there might be uh, 
getting a little bit of success, but also, you know, Rogers has stayed in there too. So. Mate, you know they're playing each other, right? So only one of them's going to win. Well, you got to cover your bases, haven't you? And that's yeah, why I've that's got. Some I, Packers. I agree. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I've got. That's why I've got Packers in there as well. Uh, Rogers and I did take a photo of, of my team, but I haven't got it with me. I um, think the thing that's going to hurt you is the fact that you've got you've lost your running back, you've lost one of your wide receivers, um, obviously your tight end as well. So you're losing the multiplier from having those guys in. Staying oh, the, a week, sorry, on week. Multiplier. <laughs> is that is that what that is that what that that's what that obviously that times three that's thing that two there. times yeah. thing that's, yeah. there we go if they stay from week one they multiply score gets like multiplies by that times each uh, the following week which is so, why week one I just all I fill my team out with is two teams I'm yeah. banking on the fact they get all the Super Bowl right so so there's a bit of strategy in this as well then not just you know picking players from week to week I get that no I didn't understand that. So the so you so you didn't get that. that, that, that no. the, the, you, yeah, good. Fundamentally, the game. To be fair, if it had, if it wasn't said on this podcast, I wouldn't have got it either. <laughs> I did have to clarify the rules. You know how I, I always win things. Um. Yeah, I do, but I, I also know that when you when you set your quizzes, then they're, they're, they're not. Listen, don't come here getting lemon, mate. The, the quiz was all right. It was fun. It, it fun. was. It was fun to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> listen, mate. It's been it's been well, brilliant having fun. I I, I think. Um, Let's get him on when after the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm not going to watch. Well, I don't know whether I'll watch it live. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll break my habit of a lifetime and never like? watch the Super Bowl. And then I'll watch the Super Bowl. What Mate, are you talking? That's poor. Why have you never watched the Super Bowl? Watch it, watch it, watch it live. Rusty, you need so to come up to my gaff, mate, and we'll you can come to the party. It's, it's, we'll, we'll it's always together, so mate. so late in the evening. I've got stuff. To, <laughs> oh, bless to, him. That's <laughs> 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 Rugby lads are allowed to drink beer at two, so they're in bed by four. <laughs> hey, listen, Craig. There's a little. There might be a little. There might be a little uh, thing coming your way, Craig, as well. We'll uh, discuss that at a later date as well. I heard. Yeah, I heard. That would be good. Right, brilliant. Yeah, nice one, Russ. Thanks for having me. Hey, Russ, you got and, anything uh, you want to plug to our multitude of listeners? Well, I, can pl- I can plug. I can plug. Plug to all of your listeners. Our um, more at Moreover podcast on Twitter. We've had this week, um, you know, and you boys must love Stash, right? Regardless of, of what it is. So we, yeah. we've teamed up with the guys at, at Canterbury and we've been given loads, and you see your uh, sports of Canterbury wear them up, but um, we've been given boxes full of Canterbury Stash to, to give away on the podcast. So I'm talking overtops, tracksuit bottoms, shorts, T-shirts, rucksacks, no. Loads of it, right? So, any if you want any of it, like, review, share, all over podcast on iTunes, and uh, yeah, you could win some Canterbury stash. Russ and cool. all over getting that podcast money. That's why Doug <laughs> is always involved. All right, I see. You. Hey, what, 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 can man get a jumper? Yeah, yeah. Not chucking it our way. You'll notice. Hey, can man get a jumper? I, I think we might be able. We might. I tell you what. If you if you end up going to uh, on a little trip with Doug, I might be able to sort you out a little t-shirt or something. I'll get you some, some signed stash. Sweet. I heard that. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> cheers guys. And I'll catch up with you after the Super Bowl. Top man. Take it easy, mate. Top man, Russ. Cheers, Take mate. Easy, mate. That was Russ from a more over, more over podcast. Um, top bloke. Uh, check it out. Listen, 
rugby is a shit game, but them boys are alright. So uh, look <laughs> at them on Twitter and listen to their shit. Watch us uh, on Facebook give everyone a well. review. Yeah. It's like the opposite of us. The NFL is a great game, and we're just a bunch of morons. <laughs> talk for yourself, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're on your own now, I'm afraid. Yeah, okay. that's crazy. I'm amazing. Big Ben, Bill Belichick, Taylor, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Fat Rob, Dead or Die, Defensive Players of Idiots. <laughs> so, um, listen, you, that's another that's another great week you've been given. That's another great week of of uh, B A N T Z uh, Z. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, high quality, high brow shit over here. You got to keep up, keep up. And if you want it all day long, check us out on Twitter, Long Snap Pod, um, Facebook page, Long Snapper Pod. Um, we're on SoundCloud, Long Snapper Podcast, and iTunes. Uh, make sure you leave a review. We're all we're all on Twitter as well. Handles, go for it. Uh, it's not racist at Chinese Lensman. At Chinese underscore Lensman. His Twitter account's not racist. Doug is racist. But <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify that bit. Martin. Think don't it, follow I, Martin. I, he doesn't even yeah, do that. Don't bother. Don't bother. Don't bother. Yeah, Adam. Well, no. yeah. Send him dick pics. <laughs> Slide in MDMs. <laughs> Adam. Don't don't send me dick pics. AD Foxcroft. <laughs> <laughs> if you screenshot <laughs> <and> yourself <laughs> sending Adam a dick pic, I'll put it on the I've set myself up for. Do you have? <laughs> I reckon Dougie's going to go send him a dick pic. Like anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Mark. This is Sparky S. Yes. <laughs> and I'm Ed. <laughs> I'm Edmunds 162. And other business, gentlemen, before we wrap it up, who wants to kick us off? Yeah, if I go first, it's more question it, it um the british american football league structure was uh, was announced um today or t- yesterday i think it was it came out um uh, some ups and downs and changes one of the teams the south wales warriors who were a premiership team last year took voluntary relegation to division one but with the proviso that they're now banned from playoff football for two years now, what do people think about what on earth does a fr- you know does a team? How do you play for a team with no prospect of playing playoff football or going any further? You can only get relegated. You can't go up. What an, what an odd thing to happen. Well, if the if the if the the only prize for play for getting promoted is that you have to play the London Warriors and the London Blitz four times a year, then don't promote me because I ain't up for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> mate the british american football system is so riddled with it's an absolute joke cor- cor- corruption and idiots like a perfect blend of foolishness and trying to get over on each other like it is it is it is literally like there, like the, the to, sporting version of aids at times to, to to the average person the average person that plays american football in the uk what's the point of getting promoted to the premiership to play against basically professional athletes that play for the Blitz yeah. and the Warriors. What's the point? Pub yeah, footballers it, against it, professionals. It, it's not. What, what's the incentive to want to do that? It's, it's you're not going to improve the game's yourself. Hamstrung by, the, the game's hamstrung by not having like a, a semi-pro structure of some sort. 
and yes. the fact that you're getting rank amateur pub teams in the same league as, like you say, some of the guys from the Warriors and the Blitz go and play high school and college and things. You know, you've got guys that have gone to play, you know, some real kind of high quality. But the, the other thing that someone at, at, at Baffer, which is the, the league, their geography is fucking terrible. Because here you go, this is Division One Central. South Wales Warriors. Well, I know where Wales is. Solent Thrashers, that's based in Andover. Sussex Thunder, based out of Brighton. The Oxford Saints, he's still not a million miles from there. And then the Ouse Valley Eagles in Bedford. <laughs> How the fuck is... Well, they did not know where Bedford was. Mate, <laughs> the, the, the league, is a, the the league is a joke. The whole league is a joke. It's an absolute joke. It's real, like I say, the bizarre sort of setup of where things are. and I think the I saw that the um Harpshire Hurricane uh, sorry the, the Cheaters they worked out that their road games are going to amass about 900 miles of away game mileage this season ridiculous. for an amateur game you thinking <laughs> five games ridiculous. away from home and you've got 900 miles to do it's bonkers. They've got Hastings and, you know, Portsmouth. So Hastings and Portsmouth aren't in the same league as Brighton and Andover? No. Great. Sensible. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It's like the it's NFL was in the late 80s, early 90s, with the Phoenix Cardinals in the NFC East and the Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans in the West Yeah, before they re- reorganised it all. I love that. I miss that. <laughs> yeah. Having to explain to people... Adam, what you got? Uh, just a just a quick one about my my lunch the other day. Uh, went to <laughs> so specific, brilliant, good, thank you. Just, just this sounds riveting. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, already going as well as last week, Adam. Uh, no, no, I'm already floundering a bit. No, I, I went to eat. You may have heard of it. I don't know if it's E A T or if it's eat. Um, <laughs> I have reasonable, reasonable sandwiches, hot, hot dishes to take away. Um, I ordered a, a large mac and cheese topped with breadcrumbs and jalapenos. It's not so much about what I ordered, but the chap <laughs> serving said, "Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be a couple of minutes." Took my money, paid for it, just stood by the counter waiting for them to do whatever whatever they were doing behind the scenes, as it were. Chap behind me, while I'm waiting, orders exactly the same thing. Mac and cheese, <laughs> gets served, pays, receives his mac and cheese, walks out the shop while I'm still standing there. Ah, he's had you. He's had your sandwich. <laughs> I, I don't play. I don't. Bl- st- I don't. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm still standing there. The person behind him orders a mac and cheese and is then told there's none left. <laughs> 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 I blame I you, I, bro. I, blame I then you. see what's going on, and they they realise what they've done. And yeah. there's someone gave, coming out from somebody else, and you should have said, "Sorry, mate, you're leaving with my mac and cheese. I've been waiting." <laughs> I, I at that point, I didn't know there was a limited supply of mac and cheese. I, I, there's a world shortage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that there. Oh shit! <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go, and uh, I'm gonna. I want to tell you a story. I'm watching the game. I'm, I'm watching the Chiefs game, and uh, 
Chelsea pushes over the defender. He's clearly getting frustrated. He's not making plays. Uh, I'm watching this on Sky, gents. And, uh, you know, it cuts away. Little break in play. The refs have got something to talk about. And uh, Jeff and the gang talking about the incident. You may or may not know, Kevin Cadle no longer presents NFL on Sky. They brought in Dara Kennedy. On this incident... Obviously, obviously. <laughs> that statement's taking us no further forward. Stating obvious. Dara, this is her words. Um, E-R-M, <laughs> puts his team in a position. Um, not that they're, ha ha, they're going to try and get back to that. What, Dara. <laughs> darling so, wait a minute I, I don't understand we need analysis this woman no doesn't so much it's not that she doesn't understand football it's that she doesn't understand words she's a fucking idiot it is it does I don't I don't get it she you don't have to be an NFL fan she called him Ben Roethlisberg <laughs> Roethlisberg are you joking <laughs> Are you joking? It's an NFL show. I don't understand it. And she does she's not, not even a short sleeve top, uh, short, uh, like no, no cleavage. I've never seen her from behind. Uh, what's the point? What is what brings no benefit? There's no what, benefit. What is the point? You make it, you're making it worse. You're basically giving me what I want and making it worse. Like cold dinner. It doesn't make sense. Get rid of her, man. Fucking hell. She's not going to be in next year. <laughs> That's me. Mark. Oh, Sky Broadband. Um, I, I swear those guys have got some kind of magic box that they press to make the broadband work at the exact second I ring up to whinge about how shit it is. Mark, you're just cutting out a bit there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, boom, I, I, it's, um, it's, <laughs> it's pain. My, my broadband has been wank for. He is literally just literally frozen. Out. Out. I swear to God. I, I, I called that. <laughs> yeah. I called that. I can well believe it. <laughs> I can well... Exactly. This is my point, boys. This is my point. Yeah, whenever I ring up Sky to say, your broadband is shit, they say, oh, run a speed test now, and immediately goes to 45 meg. And they'll say, oh, sorry, sir, nothing we can do about it. I can put that phone down, and it's crap again within 10 seconds. I, I, it winds me up, fuckers. Sky, piss off. Yeah. Thanks for that. I've got, to, I've got to stop talking because it'll just cap a minute. I was going to ask Doug to uh, bring us home on a nicer note. Uh, I, I, then I realised I'm asking Doug. So, Doug, just bring us home. Uh, well, <laughs> just just really quickly, um, you may have heard that... Well, I'm not the biggest football fan. I used to be. Don't like it anymore. Um, Diego Costa, subject of, of a uh, £60 million transfer to the Chinese Premier League. Uh, £30 million a season. What I want to say about it is that everybody should just uh, chill out a little bit about how the Chinese Super League's a joke, how he's just a greedy money-grabbing bastard. Why does he want to do that? What? It's 30 million quid a year. Preach. 30 <laughs> million pounds. That's why he wants to do it. He wants to provide for his family, his family's family, their families, their family's family, and it will do it forever and ever. The, the, Even Brock the, Osweiler doesn't know that, that well, much money. The pi- the, all the people on Mount Pius who think that 
All a footballer does is want to play football and win trophies. It's a job. Get off the guy's back. If he wants to earn 30 million quid a year, let him. You're not clever. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes football. Get on with it. I agree. Agreed. Fuck it. Get our money, bro. <laughs> We're still out here trying to make podcast money. Get me. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants to lend us a tenner, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm faster, right? Hey, yeah, listen, if you want right. me to go play in the Chinese Super League, I'd do it for like a mil, something <laughs> like that. I, I reckon I'm at least one thirty of a player there who Costa is. Yeah. All right, boys. You're definitely not. Uh, don't try it. I'm all right. I'm, uh, I'm all right. <laughs> Lads, that wraps us up. Until next week. Cheers, guys. Take it easy, man.